Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata with a great story about the power of prayer. There I was at BWI Airport outside of Baltimore City and waiting to go home. Unfortunately, our flight was late and the seats in the waiting area of gate D7 were full. My traveling companions, Judy and Bunny, they gathered around me to pray, something we always do before flights. But this prayer was a little different. Bunny knew that I needed a lift. She knew I was pretty down over a number of things, including the disappointing news that a certain foundation in Baltimore, my hometown of all things, had just turned down our funding request for a project to help disabled children overseas. And I was discouraged. We were so hoping, we were so sure that the funding would come through, because without it, the project just wasn't going to happen. So, as we gathered together to pray, Bunny reached for our hands, and after a few words of praise and thanksgiving, this is what she said. She said, Lord, would you please send forth the corn and the wine and the oil? Send forth the early rains, the late rains, and produce a wonderful crop of blessings. Her words were quietly spoken, but laced with such power and conviction. God sending forth the corn and the wine and the oil, the early rains? I recognized these words in her prayer from Joel chapter 2. That passage of scripture is all about Israel's desperate plight, and the prayer is pretty much Joel's earnest, last-ditch, it-ain't-going-to-happen-without-you-God prayer. As we continued to huddle and quietly pray, I suddenly sensed the presence of a fourth person and a fifth. They joined our huddle. It was a husband and wife, we learned later, who had entered our circle right then and crowded close. Together, they punctuated Bunny's prayer with quiet affirmations, saying, Yes, Lord. When Bunny said, Amen, I looked up, saw the husband folding a hundred-dollar bill into Bunny's hand. Then, as suddenly as these two appeared, they had to rush off to catch their flight. I didn't even get their names to thank them. I tell you, when Bunny opened her hand, we kept staring at that $100 bill, but it didn't surprise us. When Bunny prays, things happen. Johnny, she said, tucking the bill into my coat pocket, forget your disappointment, sweetheart. Have hope, for this gift is the first fruits of what God will supply. And she was right. Ultimately, God supplied our need, and those disabled children were given wheelchairs and the message of salvation, along with their families. Yes, because Bunny prayed in faith. But she has also learned how to pray using God's own words from the Bible, such as she did when she referenced in her prayer that passage from the book of Joel. When we use God's word in our prayers, it's like like talking to him in his own language, his, his dialect, so to speak. And that has to have power, right? It's what gives confidence and conviction, because the Bible tells us there are two things that God honors and exalts above all else, his name and, you guessed it, his word. Prayer that is spiced with his word is exalted prayer. It's powerful prayer. First Thessalonians chapter 2 says that we should accept the word as it actually is, the word, the very language of God, which is, quote, at work in any of us who believe. So today, put scripture to work in your prayers. As you read the Bible, underline portions that speak to your heart, make them personal, and then pray them right back to God. After all, the Lord sure loves to hear people speak in his language. <laughs>